0: My name is Blythe Brumleaf, and this is The Guys Girl Show.
1: One more segment to go with you on a Tuesday night. The show has flown by. Blythe Brumleaf, Lauren Brooks, and Tyler Devitt alongside Demerf, will be back next week with us. I said earlier in the show I could care less about Game of Thrones, but Blythe absolutely loves it. So, Blythe, (laughs) give us a recap and tell people like me why they should be interested in wanting to watch. Well, for me, a lot
0: of shows that have this much of a following is sort of intimidating to even get started with, right? Because you hear everybody talking about it, and and for me personally, if if a show has been on for a little while, um, I won't. I love this music. Thanks, Tyler. (laughs) um but if you music means nothing to the record yeah. it's the game of Thrones music in case you guys can't hear it um but for me I, if, if a show's been on for a few years and I've never watched it I won't watch it unless it's like a binge mode type situation so when football season ended when ja- well I should say when Jaguar season ended last year I said okay I'm finally gonna give this show a shot I started watching it and I've been completely hooked since then. And it—I watched all six seasons. At that, at that point, it was only six seasons, and I watched them in 17 days. And each episode is an hour long, and there's 10 episodes, so do the math: 60 episodes in in 17 days—that's quite a lot of, of Game of Thrones watching. And even before this, Did you go
1: outside? Up- Not really.
0: <laughs> like, I, and then the—I don't want to say the worst part, but kind of the worst best part is then after I watched it, I went back and watched it again. And again, and again. All of them? Four times I rewatched this series because of the fact that it's so in depth. And George R. 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 Martin, who is the author of the Game of Thrones series, he wrote the series with the idea that it would be completely unfilmable. And the the the, the book size of, of the books that he's written so far are bigger than the Bible and the Lord of the Rings put together. So there's it's such a massive universe where somebody is is George R. R. Martin. He he made an entire world full of countries and families and species and languages and cultures and class- and, and history over hundreds, sometimes thousands of years during the series, so it's incredibly in depth to the point where I think that this so, this show, the rewatchability of it, and that's what I sort of judge a lot of series on is the rewatchability. Is if you can watch it again and still enjoy it. And I have enjoyed thoroughly every single moment. And this past year was the first year that I actually got to watch the series with. You know, they, they, they sort of say watch it with social media so you watch it all and then the the, the art of the, the live reaction shows as soon as it ends the, the, there's big companies now doing these live reaction shows after every Game of Thrones episode and it's incredibly popular and this past this past season, a lot of their shows were ranking in the top ten of television programming as a premium channel, and that's never happened before as far as television is concerned. It's usually, you know, a football game is ranked is rated very highly. Um, a, a bunch of other shows, sitcoms, and things like that are ranked within the top ten on any given night. But for Game of Thrones to be on a premium network and still be ranked as the top shows, the past few weeks I think it's been ranked the, the top show was out it, of was all... It on? Showtime? It's on HBO. HBO, okay. So you have to have an HBO subscription, obviously, in order to watch it. Um, but this series is something that if you've never watched it and you even have a hint that you you like, you know, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or any of those sort of fantasy epic stories where there's a, a big background to it, you will love it. Game of Thrones because I can tell you right now like the first thing I'm going to do or the first thing I do whenever I watch an episode is I go and I watch it again and I watch it again and I watch it again because you pick up so much more stuff and, it's, it's, and it has a lot of things interwoven into the show that are applicable to, to modern day and some of these events are even based off of old medieval history so the the, the religion and the politics and how they interweave them both together it's just it's, it's an incredible incredible show and this show will actually go on for years and years. There's a There should be one more season. So season eight, which they split up. They, they quote unquote said that they were going to split the final season up in two different sections. But they haven't even shot the final season yet. And each one of these episodes are going to be movie length. So like an hour and a half for each one of these episodes. And they it, these are movie quality shows. And it's something that you wouldn't even be able to go to. Like the, for example, The Hobbit, which is the prequel to the Lord of the Rings franchise. The Hobbit battle scenes have nothing compared to the Game of Thrones battle scenes, and that's a, a, a Hollywood production versus a TV show production. So, but
1: wasn't that what fifteen years ago? No, the Lord,
0: Lord of the Rings um, was about twenty years ago, and then The Hobbit, the final one, was released, I think, four or five years ago. But still,
1: um, I mean, with every year, technology increases.
0: Yeah, but it's it, if you the production value of The Lord of the Rings, for example, the rewatchability of Lord of the Rings is infinitely better than The Hobbit because of the, the care and the detail that they took to shooting the show. Like, a lot of the things in The Hobbit are CGI. And a lot of the things, a lot of the CGI. scenes. CGI? Yeah, like computer generated. Oh, right. Um, so in Lord of the Rings, that technology wasn't quite there yet. So what they essentially had was 10,000 extras and full battle gear just going to town at each other. And, and that's sort of the same thing that you see with Game of Thrones is that they take this level of detail. And they put so much production value into shooting the show. And they do have some CGI, but a lot of it is just strictly just incredible costumes, incredible acting. Uh, the writing is is unmatched, and it it's really is. People will be able to watch this series for 30 years, and that's how well done it, the, the show has been. And they're going to they, they've already sort of talked about different spinoffs that they're going to do to go back even you know thousands of years before the events of Game of Thrones has happened. So there are going to be a couple different spinoffs to sort of talk about the history and lore of the show because people eat this stuff up.
1: So, have you any interest in reading the book?
0: Yes, um, that will be something that I do this off-season, because I've, from everybody that I've heard, that it's, the books are so much more in-depth. I've, I've spent a lot of time, because after I watched the show, I did 4 rewatches over the entire off-season before it, the show started up with season seven in June, I think, June or July. I think it was July. Um, but I watched all of like the history and lore videos, and these videos have hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of views on them, just because they're information on the history and the lore of Game of Thrones. And it's it's it blows my mind that somebody could come up with all of this information and and put it out there for all of us to enjoy. And and to me, a lot of the writing is is unmatched when it comes to other shows, when it comes to other movies. It really is, if you've never had a chance to
1: watch it, watch it. All right, so I'm going to do the math here. You said it is... There are there were six seasons when you started watching. Six seasons now. And there's how seven many episodes per season. There's
0: ten episodes usually per season, except for this one. There were only seven episodes during this season.
1: Okay, so ten episodes times six seasons, so sixty hours. Sixty hours, but for this the season first six. Yeah, seasons.
0: but this season times we did have a lot four
1: <laughs> plus. Okay, so we're at two hundred and forty hours. Plus, this season had seven episodes. And have you rewatched any of the seven episodes? Oh, my God, each week. Like, I, I watched them, and then I rewatch
0: them over again. So I, I would say that at least uh, all of the episodes... It, well, season seven, or the episode seven, I've, I've only watched that episode twice now. But it's an hour and a half long. It's nearly an hour and a half long.
1: Okay. So it's like a mini-movie each week. So I think we are closing <laughs> in on... Somewhere between 260 and 270 hours. That's how I spent my off season <laughs> of watching Game of Thrones. Um, at, at any point, do you feel like that's too much time
0: spent on television? No. Well, I would say because you pick up so much more stuff when you rewatch it. Yeah,
1: um, but like, then you I, it the second time, I, I get that. Yeah, the third time, I think you're losing it a little bit. And the fourth time, I think you're a Looney Tune. But I also, I have stuff, you know,
0: I'm on the computer, I'm doing stuff around the house while it's on, so I, I do pick up a lot of things, but it, yeah, it's definitely, like, I will watch the hell out of something when it comes to, like, when I got into a Harry Potter mode, I watched probably each one of those Harry Potter movies a hundred times, and that's no lie.
1: A hundred times?!
0: Yeah. Over the course of like a few years. And then what supplemented my rewatchability, because I'm a big fan of like having things on in the background. So now Game of Thrones has supplemented that.
1: So my question, I like music on in the background. When would you listen to music if there's constantly TV on in the background?
0: Um, if I'm getting ready or if I'm like a super work grind, then that, that's when music comes into play.
1: Getting ready are super work because then I can't it. pay attention.
0: If, right. Okay. And I, if the show's on, then I'm watching it. And like I was one of those people that like that a, a couple of the episodes this season were leaked early. And all you had to do, it's sort of like Periscope, you just had to go find it. And I, I definitely, I could. I'm not one of those people that can wait. If I know the episode is out there, I want to know right now. And so this was the first season that I, I got a chance to like watch it, sort of week to week. Um, but now I, it's a big waiting game because it's it's going to be close to two years before yeah, the last it's like 2018,
1: season. Yeah, twenty eighteen, right?
0: Twenty eighteen is what it's looking like, late twenty eighteen. Okay, Tyler, that's a after good assumption. All
1: of this, do you feel more inclined now? <laughs> To watch Game of Thrones, has this excited you? I wouldn't say is excited me, but I do have two questions. One, it kind of seems like most TV shows, as they progress throughout the seasons, their viewership starts to drop off. But with Game of Thrones, they're setting new records, and like I think it said, thirty-five percent more people viewed this season's finale than last season. What's the big reason for that? Is it because you can see the whole archive and the whole collection on HBO, like on demand, or what is that?
0: I. So I think that that's a good assumption. But I think it's more or less when people are talking about it, more people are going to want to figure out, like, what's going on with this show. Because that, that's one of the biggest draws is if to initially watch it was everybody was telling me, you love all this other stuff. You need to watch this. And and I, list, I finally listened to their advice, mainly my mom and my brother, who have been telling me for years to get into it. But it's sort of one of those things that, like, it's like okay, I get it. Like a bunch of people bug you about it, so you almost don't for a little while. Absolutely. And then when you ac- when you actually dive into it, it's like okay, now I get it. Now I completely understand. And it's it's it's. It's an interesting dynamic. There's a lot of violence. There's there's a lot of sex. There's a lot of uh, betrayal. There's a lot of politics, religion. Like it's just everything you could. I, I almost don't know if I can go back and watch Lord of the Rings and still enjoy it as
1: much because it's sort
0: of a similar style, kind of. You won't
1: have time to rewatch <laughs> Lord of the
0: Rings.
1: You'll be watching the next season seven times. Yeah, probably. That's that's accurate. <laughs> I to be honest, I can only watch a movie usually one time. When I was younger, I could watch certain movies a few times, multiple times. I could absolutely never watch a TV show more than one time. Oh, my absolutely gosh. Absolutely never. This is what... Well,
0: I would say... I did this a little bit with Lost, but the, the, the show that... Probably was my favorite TV show of all time before Game of Thrones. Um, I did it with a little bit with Lost, but that was also in in the era of not streaming wasn't pretty popular wasn't popular back then. Even social media wasn't what it is now. Like half of the fun is watching the after shows and then theorizing with everybody on the internet about it and going right to the message boards and seeing what you know this scene you know this weapon was shown in this scene by this person what could it mean and all the theories and trying to make assumptions and then you can go back and say. You know, I was right about this because you know X and Y lead to this situation, and it's it, half of the fun is when uh, an episode ends, and then you watch all of the recap videos afterwards. Like I, there are probably four or five shows, YouTube shows that I watch after every single episode, include in addition to re-watching the episode itself. So I am, I am, I am so in this culture I mean, now.
1: Sleep over this?
0: Not really. Like I, well. I would say losing sleep in a good way because I'll, i first thing I did on Monday morning was I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe the ending of that show. Like, I got to go back online and talk about it some more. And I got to watch all these videos. And the minute I get a notification on my phone that, you know, one of the shows that I've, I've watched throughout the season, when they upload a new video, I, I jump right on it. And it's, it's wild to see. There's one a company, Alt-Shift-X, and they make these uh, recap videos after every single episode, but it takes like five days. But the minute I get the notification, (laughs) I go on and I watch the video, and it already has like a 100,000 views. That's how crazy in demand that this culture and this fan base have that that, that, that within 30 seconds literally within 30 seconds of a video notification coming through on my phone I'm going to it and there are hundreds of people thousands of people that are watching right alongside with me
1: how are you getting your job done
0: I think I'm doing pretty good right
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like with all the time and effort that you know we all spend on daily things I would think that this would have Distracted you from other things that you were doing before Game of Thrones?
0: No, if any, I think the the brilliance of HBO is that they had the, the season seven ended last Sunday, and what starts this weekend, college football, and I, I think that they planned that on purpose, that they wanted to lead right up into football season, and they weren't going to demand the attention away from football fans. They were just going to, you know, sort of. Take uh take advantage of this dead period where there's not a lot of conversation going on. So I think it sort of speaks to their brilliance. Thanks to everyone for tuning in to another edition of the Guys Girl show where I, Blythe Brumley, take you along my journey developing websites by day and creating content by night. Stuff me some more on social media at girl or at Blythe Brum on most platforms. I'd love to hear your feedback on what I should be covering, what I shouldn't be covering, what you love, what you hate. And if you're feeling a little frisky, support the Guys Girl Audio Experience by dropping a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps a small but growing company like Guys Girl reach a bigger audience. So if you dig the content I give you, share it with your friends and your family. Drop us a little rating on iTunes. Love ya, Appreciate ya, And I'll see you next time.